0: Hello and welcome to another episode of More Than Beauty. In today's episode, we are kicking off 2022. It's a new year, new day, full of new opportunities. And today I wanted to bring on Jody. So many of you from the past loved when we came on together, so I figured I would bring him on to kick off our new year. No, it's been a little while since I've recorded. I promise we are getting on a consistent schedule for 2022. As you all know, the past year has been wild. Speaking of wild, welcome Jody.
1: Hello, I'm glad to be here. It's fun to kick off 2022 joining you for a podcast.
0: You know, I feel like I have to work miracles to kidnap you from doing something else. I feel like you've always got so many plates in the air juggling everything. So to get you on the podcast was a big deal. So um, I want to talk about just expectations. You know, so many people look at us in the industry for the business, our growth, our leadership, our consulting, all the things that we're doing. And they probably think that every day is like Skittles and rainbows and unicorns inside of our salon. So let's take them through
1: what it really looks like (laughs) on a day to day. Yeah. We were talking a couple of days ago about ideas for a podcast. And I said, you know what would be really interesting is to do a week in the life of Muse Salon and Spa. We have so many people that come to us with the shadow project that come from other salons all over the country. And one of the things that we tell them right off the bat, and they really kind of notice is, is Muse is a great company, and we're very fortunate that we have a successful business. But we do things and have issues just like they do. It's very normal, and we have the same struggles, the same situations from staffing to, I mean, from A to Z, you name it. We have all the same things, and we tell them right off the bat You may see systems and structures in place that help you deal with some of that better, but we still are dealing with that. And so I thought, what an interesting topic to have for a podcast than to share just the last 10 days of our business. (laughs) (laughs) And they've been wild. Um, (laughs) we've, We've definitely had a
0: lot of celebrations. In fact, this past Friday, we had some massive celebration with some of our teammates and their successes and the great things that are happening. Just with that, there's other things. And and I think it's important as we say this. I know you guys, if you've been with me in any kind of classes or programs, you've heard me talk about social media and how we always put our best face uh, out there. You know, our best face forward. And so on Instagram, I see people dancing around to their to their reels or on TikTok. They're dancing around talking about how awesome everything is. And I'm like, come on, guys, we, we, we do have awesome days. And it is fun to put that out there. And not that we want to bombard social media with negativity, because there's plenty of that out there. But we also need to take a realistic approach to let people know that are looking up to you or us, that we do have challenges. If you have human beings, you have challenges, you have obstacles, you have uncertainty. So um, let's just dig in. Let's talk about kicking off 2022 and what it's really been like for us.
1: Yeah, as I, I said earlier that we started the week with sort of chaos and uncertainty. The new year actually uh, with chaos and uncertainty and celebrated this past week with level jumps and promotions in the company, so Big it was kind series. of it was kind of awesome to kind of it was in the moment it felt like it was crazy on this roller coaster ride that we went from this almost scary kind of situation to feeling good and fun and celebrating. Exactly. Of course, you know, I love the celebrations more than the
0: other part. (laughs) You're so well built to handle these crazy uh, things. I I can handle them, but I just kind of I have to take it whenever something goes on. I have to take it, process it for maybe 24 hours, let myself really think about um, every side of it, how it could go. Am I being rational in my decision making? Am I making the right choices? And uh, then I can deal with it. But you just—I feel like you have on that armor. You're ready to go. Yeah. Well, thank you. It—it is definitely always in development. Definitely. (laughs) As we sit in a room with like 150 books (laughs) on leadership and development right here.
1: (laughs) And it's one of those things—is how you handle that chaos and uncertainty. Definitely will affect your leadership abilities and put you to the test on how emotionally sound you are yeah to handle certain things so let's start off let's just blow their minds let's give them the biggest let's give them the biggest let's just to... start it out like a, a <laughs> timeline if you will so this is just real talk between two people that own a business together doesn't matter what your business mm-hmm. no is it doesn't have to be hair salon it can be anything and i think all the whole entire world is dealing with some sort of struggle and and we'll probably hit on something in this that we're talking about that affects them absolutely but it all started sounds like i'm telling a story (laughs) once upon a time um it all started um when we took christmas break Uh, we christmas eve was the 24th we were out until the 28th there was a christmas gift that was given to one of our front desk team members that she wasn't there to take it so we left it there when we returned after the christmas break that gift was missing and we couldn't figure out where it was so our front desk manager decided she would look at our security cameras just to see if maybe she could find something where it was in the, in the office and see what might have happened. By the way, this is where you need to pop some popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, unfortunately, what we found is not only an employee, but a longtime friend who we had hired to help us out at the front desk team about a year or so ago had um, participated in something that was unethical and illegal, and not within our company values, and so we were put into a situation where we had to fire
0: this employee, which is never fun. Anytime you have to terminate employment with anyone, it's it's not a fun. Maybe some of you enjoy that, but we don't. We we always think that people can be developed into greater greater self, and um, but especially somebody that we have been friends with for literally twenty two years, and so this was. This was something that came as a major shock, and again, it was illegal, very illegal, and uh, could have really hurt a lot of people. Um, yeah,
1: it could have hurt herself. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. it's something that could have hurt herself. It could have hurt a lot of people. It could, have been a, it could have been a whole downward spiral of things and events that could have taken place, but more than anything is, forget the fact that you're firing someone from your company, but in this situation, most likely, it was an end of a friendship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So definitely. that makes Unless, it tough
0: unless they come clean or, or hit rock bottom, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think we'll, but that being said, that was really a challenge for us. And uh, you know, when you called me that morning and told me what you had found on the cameras, I was literally, I was in shock. Honestly, I didn't, I, number one, I didn't think that people did that. I, I guess I've only seen it on TV and so our movies. So I, I was like, this isn't happening, especially with somebody that we love and care about. And even more so, a huge liability for our building, for our business, for our employees. Um, yeah, so, so, so that, it was hard.
1: So the decision on what to do is easy. Yeah. But it didn't make it any easier to do.
0: The conversation had <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: to be hard. Yes, for sure. it definitely was. So, so we kind of moved on from there, adjusted ourselves to what it was going to be like missing a person up there. And while all this particular situation was going on, we were dealing with covid Again. Posi- yeah positive covid <laughs> test at a record number for us the the highest count that we'd ever had as a company during the whole pandemic was in late summer when yes. myself had actually tested positive and then three employees tested Then a couple of weeks like, weeks later three more tested so at that time it was like six employees in a matter of four weeks which was kind of the record for us yeah well, we broke that, we actually shattered that. We definitely <laughs> broke a record. This was not a record that I wanted to break, by the way. No, so when it was all said and done as of January the 8th, 2022, we had 21 positive COVID cases, cases which was about 30 percent of our entire staff had either been out, was out, or in quarantine. You know, having to reschedule their guests, having to, you know, close off their books and give them the recommended time before they could come back, get positive tests. It was just this whole thing, you know, and then we were short staffed in a major way trying to deal with clients that, I mean, let's be honest, some of those guests were even calling in and canceling because they had tested positive. Yeah. So I guess if there's any silver lining is some of the guests weren't coming in themselves that made it somewhat easier. But as the week went along, as of now, it, it was Friday and Saturday, it was really busy. It, it was really it busy. It still maintained a very busy pace. Um, we had to make tough decisions during that week. There was a time right after the um, Christmas break, after before New Year's, we, you and I, had a conversation about do we just close down?
0: Yeah, it was scary because you, what you're doing is you're moving these guests. I know there's a lot, if you're a hairstylist listening to us right now, you know, you see all these social media posts about our cancellations, clients canceling on us, and, and blah, 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 respecting our time. Well, there's the other shoe. There's us canceling on our guests and clients. So... You know, and what we were doing, we would move the guest over to another stylist because this was the week of New Year. People were, there were people that were celebrating and going to events or getting engaged or all these things. And so they needed their hair done. So trying to navigate um, this many people on schedules that were falling apart by day, day by day, it was really insane. However, we're back. (laughs) Yes.
1: And it makes me want to actually talk a little bit about that. It's a little controversial subject, but let's talk about it. That cancellation policy that everybody keeps popping up on their social media in the in our world in the beauty industry, it is really tough to have a cancellation policy, in a pandemic. especially in a pandemic, where you're going to try to hold someone accountable to pay for an appointment if they don't show up for it. I know people have policies in place. I've seen them. Now we've been in business for 16 years and we have never had a policy where we're going to make someone pay for an appointment if they miss it. It's just the way the business is. Sometimes it falls your way. Sometimes it doesn't. And just speaking from someone that has run the administrative side of a company for so long, I can promise you this. If you charge a guest for a service that they did not receive, All they have to do is go to their credit card company and dispute it. And if you do not have proof that you provided a service for them, guess who is going to win every single time? Yeah. The guest. It's tricky. Well, you know, and
0: I see both sides of it, especially, you know, being a service provider. If I'm doing a a big service, an extension, uh, that sort of thing. And if I worked alone and didn't have, like, I work my schedules different than most people. So if I have five cancellations in a day, I don't even feel it. But for somebody that books five clients a day, and they had five, it's a whole revenue loss. So it's a tricky, tricky topic. And you know, there are people that do just simply take advantage of a book and they cancel, you know, I've got one client, we're not, (laughs) we're not going to say who, but she's, she's had over 26 cancellations. We, we just kind of know. So I book her on my assistant schedule. If she shows up, she shows up. I love her. That's the only reason I tolerate it. But other than that, you know, I get what you're saying. And there's this, There's this negativity that's all about our industry where we're enforcing all of these rules. And if I were were a guest, I would be scared to even book an
1: appointment or reserve that time with someone. But I feel like, in my experience, I think service providers hide behind that policy. So they'll hide behind this strict policy about no showing and cancellations and charging them. When, if they just had the courage to have a really bold conversation, especially with a, a guest that they know is a repeat offender, yeah. a guest that is notorious, like you said, for not showing up or not coming in. If you have a conversation, believe me, I've had those when I was behind the chair. You're definitely, I fired <laughs> clients. I told them that I wasn't going to do their hair anymore if they continued to no-show or cancel in the last minute. Yeah. So you have to take that. Ownership. Yeah, you take the bull by the horns with that and you tell them, and, and I feel like some of these, especially, not making anybody mad, younger stylists that are afraid to have those conversations because they don't have the confidence yet to have those conversations with their guests. They're trying to build their business. They're trying to build their brand. And as they're doing it, they're getting maybe some people that are flaky and they're not showing up. Well, as you build your brand and you get busier and busier, then you should get the confidence to tell these guests, look. I have a very busy schedule, and if you can't come, if you can't make sure that you're there for your appointment, then I'm going to not be able to see you anymore and refer yeah. them to someone else. I think that's more important than these strict cancels All the time, and the, I think if you're going to
0: handle those cancellation policies, they should be on your website or you know, if you're an independent stylist and they're booking with you through a booking system, whatever that might be for you. Um, you're setting those expectations up in the beginning this you know and this we're going to have lots of um, podcasts this year culture is going to be a huge topic and uh, I think that's that's really important when you're establishing your culture and guidelines is setting it up front in the beginning you know if you let people know what the culture is
1: then then there's probably going to be a lot
0: less room for error
1: so but especially these days of what we're all dealing with right now they're yeah. just you have to show a little grace and believe yeah. me the last thing you want is someone coming into your company that's Positive. Is I know frank. if you miss a haircut and you lose a hundred bucks on that haircut
0: versus you care out for ten days, it being out of work for ten days, which one's going to be? I always look at everything risk versus reward. So now let's get back to our salon. So we went through some pretty chaotic times. It was wild. We we had the twenty one people out. We had we had the situation that was. A total surprise in the beginning but what else did we have you know on Friday we had we had some
1: major celebrations let's talk about that yes yeah, so we had our first staff meeting of 2022 um, which are always really they're fun. always really good and at the end of the quarter we did all of the numbers for everyone had all of the performance numbers put together um, and it was just a great way to start the new year with eight promotions
0: eight promotions in. Mm-hmm. They were all so excited. All of these stylists have worked so hard and we do have systems inside of our salon because I believe everything in life, if you don't have systems, then you have trouble, right? So um, the systems allow them to grow. I think so many people in our industry feel that they can't grow. They get to a certain place in their career and they're stuck there. And we certainly try everything in our power to make sure that there's never, ever a ceiling on their success. And so you know we won't call them all out by name but they're they're so awesome we had two that jumped into level six inside of our company and one has not even been with us that long she's come in and just dominated the game she's promotes herself she works tirelessly you know and, and let me say this because i know i know what's out there everybody's like oh there's toxic work environments everywhere talk the word of 22 is toxic. And so in our salon, we have flexible scheduling. So, um, people can work the hours they want to work. And this young lady, she comes in and she does really great hair. She promotes herself all the time. She uses her social media in a very powerful way to bring in guests. And so now she's, she's been able to hire on an associate that she works alongside with to help her because those of us for myself included, um, Having someone that you're leading and training and leaving a legacy is so empower, is so empowering for us, and also knowing that you know I'm not going to be doing hair another 20 years. I don't want to. Um, I love being a hairdresser, but I don't plan on standing up forever and ever. So training other people to have these crazy awesome
1: careers and opportunities, yeah. And behind the scenes with the um, celebrations and the promotions, you and I had big discussions at the end of the actually late at the end of the year in the beginning of this year is. So how do we move forward being, quite honestly, a very generous company? Yes. <clears throat> the, the benefits we offer our high performers is extraordinary. I don't think anyone would deny that. No. And so we had to strike a balance on how we can continue to do that and make sure that they are maintaining a high level of performance. And so we just come up with a structure and a way to create really accountability more than anything, on how they can work hard, get to a high level, be a great example for our younger staff on how to maintain that, how to always perform at a super, super strong level, then that way there's this there's a way of holding them accountable. They yeah. never slide back. They don't get to a level and, let as we say, let their foot off the gas yeah. and start coasting because they, okay, hey, yay, we made it. We're getting all these great benefits, and I don't really have to – keep that level of performance up and so we just created a way to do that that would allow us to keep these high performers and let's face it our company is growing every single year we're constantly hiring can we
0: just talk about that how many people are coming to work and and literally begging for jobs inside the company right now and that's something i i tip my hat to you you know you're constantly developing better ways of of uh, sustainability you know there's all kind of systems out there but you're constantly creating your own ways inside of our company that just work and I think that's why so many people want to come hang out with you on the shadow project and see see inside your brain (laughs) like what is behind the genius here so
1: I think that's awesome how many people have we brought on in the past just a little bit well, since Thanksgiving, I think we've hired seven new associates, which are, if you don't know what that is in our world, that is young stylists that just, um, future professionals, yeah, future professionals that just finished beauty school, that come into our program, start our associate training program that we grow and develop into successful hairstylists. Yeah. And we have, you know, Jody's put in, in place in our company. We,
0: we actually pay them to become educated and they come into our salon. They work alongside a, a, an amazing stylist. And we teach them and train them to become what they can be. You know, beauty schools are amazing. There's a lot of schools. I know a lot of you listen to the podcast. Um, But you can only learn so much in those 1,200 or 1,800 hours. So we bring them in. We pay them for education. We hire educational directors to grow them. And it's really fun just to sit back and watch. So we brought them in. We we have a couple of stylists starting. We it's just a really beautiful thing to see how many people want to be a part of this culture and I'll tell you right now our salon we are we're almost
1: bursting at the seams. And and if you also once again I keep bring, hate to keep bringing up the pandemic, but it's true is like a lot of these kids have been in beauty school during the strangest time. Yeah. You know, a lot of them have come to us in beauty school where there, a lot of their work was virtual or a lot of, you know, there wasn't a lot of hands-on stuff. So when they come to us, it's imperative that yeah. they get that hands-on experience in our environment, Yeah, you know, with our mentors and our lead stylists that they can really learn a whole lot from because in beauty school, yeah, they got their license and finished their hours, but they're able to really step up their experience and what yeah. their hands-on ability is in our
0: environment. I think it's just so important, you know, my my biggest thing in life is always that we're all here to love and serve and being able to do that with with the younger generation or you know not all of them are even young you know in the schools they maybe this is their second career but either way it's really beautiful to see what's what's happening and so we wanted to bring you inside of our salon and just kind of show you what it was like in, in in essentially less than 10 days of of the year the new year and Um, anything else you want to add into this?
1: Yeah. I mean, the big thing, my message for this podcast that I felt like sort of resonated with me and I think would a lot of the listeners would be is there's an example, sometimes stylists or employees that we have that work for us when there's chaos going on, you know, they'll see, and I'm not one of those people you can definitely attest to this is that I don't hide my emotions well. So if I'm definitely, if there's something bothering me, it's kind of on my face, I, you know, yeah. and it's not that. Thank God for the mask. Yeah. Yeah. The mask helps a little <laughs> bit, but so if, if there's something stressful, I try my best to hide it, but sometimes it's just on my face and people can see it. And, and I'll have employees that'll be like, I bet you wish you could just go on vacation or I bet you wish you could just run away or I bet you could just, you know. And so I just, to those people that always say, you know. No, I don't wish that. It's part of what we signed up for. You know, if you are going to own a company or be in leadership, there are going to be hard days. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of hard days. And if you're doing that now, you know it. You're living it. And so, and if you're thinking about doing it or wanting to do it, just understand and know that that's what's going to happen and just know that how you handle pressure and stress is just that says everything about you. And, and if people are watching you, which all eyes are on you, they always are. You always have to be careful that your emotions don't get the best of you and put you in a position where it could weaken weaken what somebody that you're leading thinks about you. Yeah. And I've learned these lessons the hard way over the years. Like I said, we've owned a business now for 16 years. I feel like in the last three years, I've gotten pretty good at doing that. Cause we definitely learned to pivot. <laughs> I still have my moments that I'm not proud of, but I apologize for them. Move on. We grow from them. Um, it's just part of being in leadership. There's never, there's all kinds of books. I'm looking at all of them around me right now, but sometimes those books only give you little tools that you can use, but really it's real life experience. It's just like doing hair Exactly. (laughs) hands-on experience is the best experience. And sometimes you have to learn your way because everyone's personality is different. You know, the whole Enneagram and everybody has their own little personality number. You have to know how to take that information and put it to real world use. It's true. It's true. So if you're out there, whether you're working with
0: one person, two people, or 400, um, leadership is the same. So, you know, you're leading yourself, you're leading your customers, you're leading your guest experience, whatever that looks like. Leadership is, it comes with its own challenges, and I'll say this, these are not my words. These are words from the great John Maxwell. He says that a leader should always remain and be the calmest person in the room, so Hopefully, you enjoyed a little snapshot of what it's like inside of our salon <laughs> just over the past couple of days. And we do have a lot of success and victories that are always happening. But with that, there's always little thunderstorms that pop up here and there. So we hope that we gave you a little bit of encouragement and inspiration today. If you enjoyed anything that you heard in this podcast or have any questions ever, reach out to me on social media. My Instagram is Daniel Mason Jones shoot me a dm and i'll absolutely respond to you wishing you a wonderful start to a new year lots of opportunity and hang in there friends